Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, I'm Sarah. When people asked me and my husband, Matthew, about our birth plans, our answer was simple. We're doing it at home. So this is a podcast all about our home birth journey. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm Sarah and next to me is my awesome husband of two years, Matthew. Today is actually, I know it's two years because it's our two year wedding anniversary. So happy anniversary. You too, mama. And what better way to celebrate and honor that uh, bond, that commitment, than to do what we do best, to create and to work together and do something fun that we're really passionate about. So Absolutely. I think this is an awesome way to wrap up the day. Oh, and yeah. And we are, we are wrapping up the day because it's, it's, what, 10 p.m. today? Yes. Maya is sleeping. Yes. So we're taking advantage of this so we can get a recording and yes and recording we're actually recording on a fun new device that i know you were super excited to receive in the mail like it was christmas morning oh yeah man i got a new toy we got the blue yeti microphone a little switch up from the other setup we had and um this is cool this is the first recording on the on the new mic so if it sounds different it's only because i'm still playing with the settings so be patient with us we'll get it we'll get it sounding awesome of course uh, before we get into today's episode, I actually want to read some of the reviews that we've received on iTunes. One of them, rather, Sweet. right? We're doing one today. Yeah, we're gonna do one. Cool. So you know, we've started to receive some really great reviews, and you know, all your love. We're so appreciative and we're grateful. So we want to express that gratitude by giving you shoutouts and reading your reviews and just telling you that we appreciate you and and love you listening to us. So I think you have it, right? You're gonna read yes. it. Yes. Yes. Let me bring it over here. Um, all right, cool. This review comes from Roy Williams, 23, and he left it on September 30th. So a little over a month ago. Um, the subject of the review or the title, I guess, is honest and interesting. And Roy writes, if I had to use one word to describe Sarah and Matthew's podcast, it would be real. I'm not pregnant because he's a dude, I'm assuming. And I don't even know if I'll eventually choose to have a home birth. Oh, maybe. Maybe this is a female. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I still enjoy listening to them share their honest experiences. Sarah talks openly about what she's going through mentally, physically, and emotionally, even the parts that most women don't like to share with the world. I also love getting Matthew's perspective. It's so interesting to see how this beautiful couple grows throughout its journey towards home birth. 
Thank you to Sarah and Matthew for being so genuine and humble. Awesome. I look forward to hearing more about your journey, and I wish the best for you and baby Maya. That's dope. That is really Thank you dope. so much, Roy Williams23. That was an awesome, awesome uh, uh, review on iTunes. Yes, yes. Very grateful. Appreciate you. And that actually made me think about, while you were reading that review, I've gotten some really great love and acknowledgement on Instagram about our podcast episodes. So I will dive into my Instagram comments for next episode and maybe cool. we'll read some of those from there because I've posted about our episodes on there with with images from the birth and all kinds of stuff and gotten really great feedback, really humbling, beautiful mm. words from people who who appreciate what we're doing. So What's your Instagram handle again? It is at Sarah M. Bivens. So that's S-A-R-A-H-M as in Mary Bivens. And we could put a link to that in this episode's show notes. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. I like that. Okay. So let's dive right in. Today's episode is home birth team. That's what we're talking about today. So recruiting, selecting your team, who's going to support you on birth day. And what we're going to go over is basically our process, some of our journey and how we selected our home birth team, what that looked like for us, and maybe give you some tips on if you're thinking about creating your home birth team or you're having some stress about that, who's going to be there on the day of. I know we've had many conversations about oh, it yeah. through the pregnancy, you know, caused a not restless nights, but definitely some moments of, you know, not sure what to do. And it can be, it can be stressful. So we want to help you alleviate some of that stress by giving you some of our experience to hopefully help you in yours. Yeah, and and um, the sleepless nights. I mean, we didn't have any of that stuff, but we did have. I mean, it caused quite a uh, some shit in the family. Yeah, it did. I mean, like, and we'll get into the details, but um, in my family, in particular, with my mom and my sister, uh, they were not thrilled with the choice that we made, and uh, they were they were quite unhappy with us. And so we've been there. We we've we've gone through the ringer, so to speak, with. Um, sticking by our standards in choosing our team, our birth team. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it's like, you know, Justice League, like the Avengers. It's a big deal. It's a big freaking deal. Yeah. Huge like, responsibility. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that you're that you're uh, uh, really treating it as something that significant because these are the folks who are going to help usher your amazing little baby into the world um, physically, emotionally, energetically, spiritually. And so you definitely want to have the right squad by your side. Right, right. Well, you know, so to start with where where we were at with home birth team, I didn't even really think about that as a thing or the concept of it. I was pretty much under the assumption birthday would look like you, me, and the midwife, whoever was doing the catching, whoever was, you know, the the medical person on site. But I think it was an idea that I just heard from other people's birth experiences and, you know, watching the videos yeah, from the, videos the midwives, you know, you, you saw some people who played very key roles and I thought that's cool, you know, and we're we all about family, right? It was mostly family, well, but well, what I mean, like you saw people who weren't the mom and dad in the room, right? Like grandparents or aunts and uncles or siblings. And, you know, they weren't mom and dad and they weren't, um, there for medical reasons or for you know midwives so right that for me was like oh dang there might be an audience right we can have an audience if you wanted right yes so i think that idea was you know came up and 
I thought, okay, well, we could have other people there, you know, and, and to serve specific roles and do certain things. And when we started having these conversations, I remember bringing it up to the midwives because I wanted their feedback. And one thing that they recommended was you can't have too few people there, but you can have too many people there. Yes. Is kind of what they were saying. And so I definitely took that to heart and wanted to heed that information because they definitely know what they're doing and they've been a part of hundreds, maybe even thousands of births. Uh, so they've witnessed that, that there can be too many people, you know, in the room and yeah. in the, in the stew. So in the mix of it, and it makes sense. Yes. I mean, you know, I, I, I could just imagine in a hospital, I could totally envision in my mind, a ton of people and chaos. Like that's, you know, that, that's kind of the, the scripting that I've had with, uh, with hospitals. So that's what I had going into envisioning a home birth team, especially when um, Debbie was like, yeah, you, 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 can, you can't have too few people, but you could totally have too many. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, dang, yeah, if, we, if our team gets out of control, we have all these folks in there, especially in our home. You know, it's not like our bedroom is enormous. We, we actually kind of have a, kind of a small bedroom with a huge bed in it. So that, that could get cramped real fast. And so I'm oh, happy yes. she told us that. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yes, and so that that made me, I think that made both of us even more intentional with how we were going to choose these people. Mm -hmm. So before we actually made the roster, I think we sat down and talked about what we wanted out of these people, you know, what roles there were to serve, essentially, like what the openings were, if you will. And I know one thing off the bat I knew is that I wanted at least one person for you and me individually, one person to support you tend to you be there for you like a like a doula for you basically <laughs> and then someone you know just on me so that someone wasn't having to you know go back and forth or be torn between and specifically for you I wanted someone because I had seen in the birth videos you know a lot of the dads and you definitely did get really involved in the process and in the experience and are there holding, rubbing, back, supporting, getting yeah. drinks. And they're very active in the birth process. Which and, can take a long ass time. Right. It can be a long time. I and mean, that could be a 24 hour type of deal. It wasn't for us, but mm-hmm. it is for some folks. So, And one thing that I noticed and kind of deduced from a lot of those ex- experiences that I, I saw was that the man puts out a lot of energy too, just like the woman does in giving birth. But the woman kind of gets that gratification and that release, if you will, of actually birthing the baby. And not to mention there's a cocktail of hormones being produced to 
guide her through the process and to come down from it. But the man doesn't necessarily have that. And so dads sometimes can be even more exhausted after birth than the moms because they don't have that that chemical physical release and like ability to to kind of close out the experience. Yeah. Um, so I wanted you to be as boosted up and energized as possible. So that those were the openings that I saw starting to to arise were someone completely for me, like a doula for me and a doula for you. Yeah. And then from that, we talked about requirements that these people these people needed to have almost like, um, you know, uh, a resume they needed to have to be a part of this experience. You know, we were very clear that anyone we wanted in the room in the most intimate parts of the moment um, remind me had to experience experienced birth in some way so either attended a birth had given birth themselves uh what else they were supportive of home birth that's probably first and foremost we didn't want anyone there who was not supportive of home birth and there are were and are people um particularly in my family that aren't too keen on home birth and so we just knew automatically like my mom my mom was not so thrilled about the idea of home birth not only that but she doesn't live here so those two things kind of combined made it an easy decision that she would not be there on birthday. I mean, I think the the fact that she wasn't thrilled about the home birth was completely like really trumped her proximity because she could have come up here and she probably would have if she was because she really wanted to be present for the birth. Yes, she did. But she wasn't keen on home birth, meaning that she brought a lot of fear. She had a lot of fears about home birth. I mean even after the fact when we talked to her after everything was said and done she was still fearful about it sure. so for us it was like okay we we just want love in the room we want love we want peace we want powerful energy that's going to uplift and and enliven everyone uh we didn't want any any energy that was going to to do the opposite it was like you're either going to add to it or you're not going to be present and you know, we just use that kind of blanket criteria almost just for everybody. It didn't matter if you were a parent or a sibling. In my case, it was like you have to add to the energy. If you, if if you, even if you're just neutral, even if you're just an observer, we didn't want any observers. Right. So to take that step further of being cool with home birth, being supportive, not just that, but you know, speaking to what you just said, beyond that, you are you're you're walking in with no fear. And you have a high energy about you that you're going to add. We wanted people who would add to the experience, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, echoing what you just said, not just neutral, but conscious love and support. So those were our kind of prerequisites. And then go ahead. Do you have something to add? Yeah, yeah, I do. Because we had these prerequisites. We came up with them after the shit hit the fan. And we actually even added a couple of criteria after, you know, stuff went down with my family. And when I say shit, it's the hit the fan. What I'm talking about is um, my sister, my younger sister, she wanted to be present at the birth and she kind of expected to be, you know, she lives here in Atlanta. Um, She's, she's close to us. She was incredibly excited about Maya's birth, but we decided to not have her present. And, Part of it was was that um, there, you know there was a, there was a number of reasons, but what we came down to was what were the three things we said? Uh, you know, this is kind of adding to the criteria you just you just said. 
Um, we wanted them to have had birth experience themselves. Right. And at any point in time to be able to coach. Yes. Or like to, to, to step into a coaching role for one of us if we needed to. Right. So and that came in handy because there were moments when there was only one other person besides the midwives who was in the room because I was getting food. Somebody was tending to the dog. Somebody may have been out on the on the phone. So that that person needed to be a person who you could turn to and you could you could lean on as in that moment, a coaching type of role. So my sister didn't hit fit that criteria. She was family, obviously. She had tons and tons of love to pour onto Maya. So she fit the love criteria. I think that I don't necessarily, I mean, I, I don't know where I, how I feel like whether she was a neutral energy or an energy add because her role wasn't going to be super active. I guess she was overall an energy add, I, I would say. She would have been. Um, but she didn't fit those other criteria. And the whole point of all of this is because we got very clear on our criteria and our standards around who's going to be present at Maya's birth when it hit the fan. Mm -hmm. Because we needed something to, to fall back on that was objective, that was non-emotional, that wasn't personal. When my mom was just really upset at us for not having Carrie there, and when Carrie was just, I mean, she was torn up. And it, what's, what's so wild is I didn't even, it was like an afterthought for me. I remember telling Carrie, literally walking to the car after leaving, leaving a restaurant and being, oh, by the way, um, we're going to call you as soon as Maya comes in. You're going to be one of the first people to get here when she's born. I didn't even think about how much she wanted to be there. And I didn't even think about the impact that was going to have on her, me telling her she wasn't going to be there. So that's when we got very clear on our criteria and standards. It was after shit hit the fan mm -hmm. because we were like, oh, wow, okay, we need something with substance, like a reason more than, we just don't want you there. Like we didn't want to, we wanted to give them more than that. And so that's when we came up with, okay, here's, here are the people we want in the room. Here's the experience that we want them to have. And everyone in the room met that criteria. They had given birth or they had attended a live, a, a home birth of some sort or a birth of some sort. And they were, they could step into a coaching role or we viewed them as some type of coach in our lives. And um, that just removed anything personal. So we could be like, Carrie, listen, this is, this is the criteria. It's not personal, you know? And I think that, that really helped me. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, my boobs are leaking, so I'm just covering <laughs> them up right now. Uh, real. Yes, real time. Real, that, that's what the... Uh, <laughs> That's what Roy Williams said, right? The number one, the, the word that he that comes to mind when he or she, because we don't know, it was real. Yep, boobs leaking, leaking boobs over here. Okay, but um, to to what you just had to say, I'm grateful then for you know for the shit hitting the fan because it prompted us to get clear and to be even more, I think, empowered and solidified and affirmed in the decisions that we had made, the people we had chosen, and mm -hmm. why we had chosen those people. And uh, maybe our shit hitting the fan experience can help other people avoid that. You know, maybe it doesn't maybe the shit doesn't have to hit the fan to be yeah. very clear and resolute on what it is you're doing and why you're doing it. Because uh, one huge thing I've learned from the pregnancy and home birth experiences, you ain't going to make everyone happy. Ha! You are not going to make everyone happy. <laughs> That's and so true. You think it's like your baby and your birthday, 
but other people have their own ideas and expectations and things and attachments tied to your baby's birth. And people have their own emotions and feelings about it that might get hurt, might whatever. There's a whole slew of possibilities and you don't have to, but I think it will help you and empower you to just accept that that's not your area of focus, making other people feel happy on the day of your birth or anything having to do with your pregnancy or birth and just focus on you and getting your energy clear because once it's going down, like that baby isn't going to wait for you to feel better about making other people happy. So my best advice there is to, you know, it can be difficult. I come from a a people pleasing paradigm growing up. And it was hard for you. It was. Yes. It was pretty tough for you because, you know, wanting to to make people happy and, and what I, what I witnessed with you being very challenging was you took it took it somewhat personally that other people were inserting themselves into our birth. Yes, it was frustrating. Yeah, like you know, you weren't super super happy with my mom and sister for a little while there because you were like, "What the fuck, guys? Like this is our birth mm-hmm. and we get to choose." And I hear that you guys are unhappy about it, but like suck it up, tough stuff, keep it to yourself. I mean, I remember, I think that was what you said. You were like, I don't know, you said, if it was in my family or something. You don't say anything. Yeah, you don't say anything. Nope. Something like that, you don't say anything. You bite your tongue, you feel upset about it, you have a, a piss pity party for yourself and, you know, yeah. on the side, and then you show up happy and everything's fine. No, I'm not saying that's the most powerful way right. to go about I'm, it. I'm not advocating but, for... Yeah, but, uh, you know, it was like, we felt that way, like... Like yo, like for real, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna come at us with that type of, I mean, we're days away from Maya's birth, and this is what you're presenting us with that you're unhappy because you don't get to be like, yeah. So that was really interesting, and and um, you know, we had to go through the stuff hitting the fan, and and us having that breakdown with the family, and then a couple of hours of of conversation with each my mom and sister to just sort of come to a place of understanding. And, um, you know, I think that if, if you're out there and you're selecting your birth team, whether it's a home birth or a birthing center or a hospital, um, you can help, you can get through some of the learning curve. You know, you can kind of skip some of those things. If you're very clear as to the criteria with, with which you want to select people, um, if you get comfortable with not making every single person happy, um, and if you just communicate openly and honestly from the get-go, um, I think that would be, that. that's huge advice. And Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases necessary. Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
So why don't we move into, Sarah, you can kind of go into the people we had on our team because we had three, the, the, the two midwives and the assistant, and then we had one, two, three, four people. It ended up being five. Right. We had we had a we had a bonus person show up unexpectedly, but we had a surprise cameo. Yeah, but we had four people on our birth team, so go ahead and break it down. So I kind of feel like uh, the announcer before a game, like standing six foot tall and blah <laughs> blah blah, it, like it. giving their stats. Uh, so first to kick it off um, is Day, and Day is uh, my mentor and coach. He's actually been a coach to both of us in the the community we've been a part of for a couple years now. Uh, I'm a lifestyle coach and personal trainer, and I've kind of cultivated my my practice and everything I've learned under Day's tutelage. And he's just been an amazing support for our family, our relationship. He's he's been a really big cornerstone in in the life that we've created here since we've moved to Atlanta. And he has two children of his own. Mm-hmm. He is a huge advocate of home birth he's actually a product of a home birth he was born at home so he had that paradigm to bring to the table and he'd and been a part of other people's births yes he'd he been had. on other birth teams yes and you know he ended up being just a huge support for matthew and an amazing coach to me in terms of you know breathing moving through the contractions he cooked breakfast for matthew the day you know during the day when it was happening so that's um that's day the next person we had on the team was Shonda, and that's Day's partner. And uh, Shonda was awesome because she was that she was the person we wanted to be your soul support. And she just has an amazing, uh, powerful, feminine energy. And she kind of played a doula role, I'd say. Um, I don't know if she has doula experience, but she she played that role for us. Um, she's a she's a mom herself. You know, she has an, a, a little girl, and she's just an overall amazing mom. And and she brought this really peaceful calming soothing loving energy into the room and it was all those things but it was also a lot of just power behind it so when she would come up and place your hand on you or do almost like reiki energy work on you or rub your back like you were you know she was she was putting her amazing feminine power into you and and you were just channeling that and going inward and so shonda was shonda was awesome and then next we have Nancy, another totally badass mom, mother of two. Uh, so she's been through birth. And I really um, connected with Nancy deeper throughout my pregnancy in that she was just so supportive of me during the pregnancy. She checked in on me all the time. She answered a ton of questions I had. And we really grew and, and built this kind of sisterhood bond that I really appreciated and found, especially moving towards the end of pregnancy, I really wanted to be near. And then I eventually determined that I wanted there on the day of birth. I just really wanted her energy. And she was also going to help document a lot of the day, which she did. And uh, she was our kind of fourth quarter pick, if you will, or whatever draft round pick. Um, We asked her just a couple weeks before once I realized I really wanted her there. Yeah. And uh, the final person on our roster was my mom. And, you know, my mom, she had... She actually, when we told her we were doing a home birth, the first thing she said was, can I be there? She really wanted to be a part of, of you know, Maya, her granddaughter coming into the world, which was awesome. And, uh, you know, she has had three kids and she's a big supporter of home birth. And she's also a nurse. 
So she brought that sort of, you know, that energy with her and um, her role. I mean, she had a, she had a number of pot- potential floater positions, but it was great to have her there in order to help with the dogs. And so that was awesome. So if we're going to recap, and I'm just going to talk about the roles each of these people as a, as the recap, because for you listening, I mean, you're obviously not going to have the same folks as we are, but you can have people fulfilling the same type of role. And oh, I hear baby Maya crying in the background. What's she doing? <laughs> I'll have to potentially edit out some of her cries. But, <laughs> um, it's, it's awesome to have a person there whose sole responsibility is just loving on the mom, the mom giving birth, loving and supporting the mom. It's great to have a person there who's also playing a, a loving and support role for the father because that, I mean, I had no idea how, how involved that was going to be and that when I stepped away, like, I was exhausted. So having someone there to support me was great. Um, it's awesome to have a person there who's going to document and this person's sole responsibility will be to take photos and take videos if that's what you want. Um, I recommend do it even if at the time you don't think you want it because you might change your mind. And so having one person dedicated to doing that is awesome instead of having you know everybody say, yeah, yeah, I can take pictures, I can take pictures. And then stuff goes down and everybody forgets. So having a single person do that. Um, and then having somebody who's there that can cook right? Who can whip up some food whenever someone needs it. Or if there are dogs or pets in the house or other kids, they can be responsible for them. And like, that's their, that's their main role. And so, you know, you have these people in there who are obviously there to support the birth, but they're there to support the birth in very specific ways. And so those are the four people that we had, or the four roles that we really wanted filled. And then of course we ended up having a fifth person. Um, I guess he, you know, Nancy's husband, he, Bill, I guess he kind of rolled with her or something. But what was great is he actually ended up supporting me as well. And so I remember, I'll be quick on this one. Um, when you were pushing, I'm sitting on the yoga ball. I'm My arms are around your shoulders. I'm bracing you. We're probably at like 30 minutes in and I'm exhausted as hell. Bill just, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm exhausted and you're exhausted. I believe you're allowed to be exhausted. It was just funny. Bill just puts his hand on my back and like I just felt the love and support and I was able to continue going. So, you know, it was great. And again, he was he was kind of a floater. And um, that rounds out our birth team. So, uh, babe, do you want to just end this episode by kind of telling them just some some things to keep in mind? Yes. Uh, One, it's your day. It's your baby. It's your birth. It's your home. Uh, We kind of touched on that a little bit and how you're probably not going to make everyone happy. Uh, But the other piece is, you know, when you're putting together this team and you're imagining them and and the roles they are going to serve. If things don't go exactly the way that you plan or envision in your mind, that's okay. Everyone doesn't have to be in the room all the time, all day. Yes. Kick people out if that's what you're feeling. If you're feeling that all you want is, you know, you and your partner, or you, your partner, and your mom, you, whatever, that's fine. And people will, will roll with it and they'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, that is definitely not the time and place when you're in the middle of contractions to be worrying about anybody's feelings. Absolutely. Yes. And if you <laughs> chose those people to be there, Chances are, hopefully, if you, you know, we're, we're very uh, intentional with your choices, there are going to be people who are totally cool with it because yeah. they know that that's what you need in that moment is space, is privacy, whatever. So, you know, don't think just because you're asking these people to be a part of it, that that means they're there all day in the room, right up in your vagina, watching things go down. You know, you could have shifts, you know, there are a lot of ways to do it. And 
the biggest thing that I would say and that I learned from the experience is that it's all about love. That's what it all comes down to. That's why everyone's gathering. That's why you've chosen the people. That's why you're having this baby. It's all about love. And, you know, some people who are on the birth team, if they have some of their own hangups that they're bringing despite you thinking they weren't bringing any if people have issues with other people on the birth team like that's all gonna dissolve once this baby comes forth into the world like that's all that's gonna matter that's all that it's gonna be about so just you know trust in that trust the process that that will be that is the end result is just the love yeah yeah mm-hmm. and you know i mean you hit it all i think it's it's your it's the way that you want to design it and so, yes, grandparents are happy and they, you know, it's they want to be a part of it and siblings and, and partners and everything. But mom and baby and do what what makes you feel most comfortable, what makes you feel most empowered, what's going to create the, the most peaceful experience for you and everyone else will fall in line. Agreed. All right. Well, my boobs are ready to feed. There's a crying baby in the other room um, to wrap this up. Uh, shout out. We are requesting birth stories and people who want to share their birth yes. stories and who want to be on the podcast. If you have interest in that, holler at us at hello at D I A H podcast.com. Yes. Yes. So we want to, uh, essentially have a conversation with you. We want to record a conversation with you and we want to hear about your home birth story. So if you have a home birth story, whether it was awesome or not so awesome or anywhere in between, um, and you want to share it with us and share it with our listeners, get in touch with us because, man, our, the, the episode that we published, our home birth story, is the most downloaded episode by far. It's like 10 times more downloaded than any other episode. And so we want to bring more of these home birth stories to you. So like Sarah said, um, shoot us an email at hello at diahpodcast.com, just like doing it at home podcast. Dot com and uh, we'll make it happen. Yes, it's a win-win really because not only do you get to be on the podcast and we get to hear your awesome story, which is a win for us and we get to share it with our listeners, but then you'll have this kind of documentation of your home birth story, which yeah. we've done for us not only in writing but in podcast form and I think it's really cool to have for you, for your family, for your baby yep. to hear someday. So that's the win for you in that. So Heck yeah, they can hear your voice, you telling the story, the yes. inflection, the emotion. Like, that's awesome. And we'll give you the MP3 recording afterwards. So we'll email it to you. It's yours to have. So shoot us an email. Come join us on the podcast. And uh, are we complete with this one? We are complete. So that's all for today on Doing It at Home. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll catch you later. Peace. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done... Why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.